Hey everybody, I'm Tyler. I'm JT. I'm Pete. I'm Craig. And we're breaking down another horror movie on Scared Smithless. Enough time for one more story. Okay, guys. Part eight. Jason is taking Manhattan. Welcome to Garbage mm-hmm. Town. I could not be more excited. Yeah, because in this one you get vacation Jason and you also get Navy SEAL Jason. and We are far beyond trying to make any sense I, of yeah. how can, and why Jason does what he does. I can spend this entire podcast talking about all the plot holes in this movie. Mm. This is it's just gone. This was significantly better than the last one, as far as, in my opinion, the plot. I love this movie. I, I follow the plot. I can't help it. This, was just, this movie was insane. This is enjoyment for me. Another hot garbage. Yeah. Although, um, being that it takes place in New York City, that's what you're going to get. And taking, <laughs> taking place in the city is yeah, maybe overstating it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're in the city for like 20 minutes. Yeah. It's, this uh, it's very misleading. Like, yeah. yeah, Jason doesn't take Manhattan. He yeah. kind of blows through town. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say this was this was a lot of this was supposed to take place, like in Madison Square Garden, the Brooklyn Bridge, the Statue of Liberty. We see him in Times Square. Yeah, the budget. That's about it. Yeah, they they didn't have enough time for budget. They actually, uh, some people actually joked around on set and called this the uh, Jason Takes Vancouver because New York City was actually. Out of the budget. Yeah, yeah. It was like, pretty much Vancouver was supposed to be New York City where they filmed some Wait, of the Wait, so right. that means that they were just stealing shots? Like, so when we saw the Statue of Liberty... There were a few shots they right. shot in New York, oh, but yeah. very, very right. few. Yeah. Most of it yeah. was shot in Vancouver. Yeah. 1989. Yes. How many Academy Awards did this win? I think it was... Uh, was it 10? Uh, hang on. Wait, wait, yeah, that's right. There, yeah, yeah, none for some. Oh, I was oh. gonna say that's a joke, right? It yeah. didn't. It didn't set a record. Oh. at the Oscars. No, how? Okay. How did it not? Uh, uh, I can't. I I can think of a few reasons why, but it's oh, just, that's right. it's just ridiculous. I don't know why. It was terrible. I, I was entertained by this movie. Oh, I, yeah, I was too. It was just obviously ridiculous, and it was moving pictures on the TV, just, and that's about like, all I can give it. it but you, you have to watch the previous movies before you see this. So, Craig, you're saying you were entertained mm-hmm. by this movie the same way that people in the early part of the 20th century were entertained by, oh my gosh, it's a moving picture. Yes. Yes, the train train looks like it's coming right at me right. type thing. Yes. That's about it. That man's riding a bicycle. Yes. Uh, this movie might have been better if it was in 3D, but... They didn't That's have the budget it. for it. Yeah, they would have had a few good scenes for that. As far as very, I mean, yeah, yeah, a few. Just like be improving on perfection. Oh my god. We do actually open up on downtown New York City, though. We, we our first shot is of uh, well, the World Trade Centers, mm-hmm. and uh, downtown New York City actually shows like every spot where it takes place in New York. And it's because those were the only places they could afford to shoot. So we yep. got to get these into the movie yep. multiple times. <laughs> We get some weird narration. Did anybody catch? I don't I, know. I think it's just supposed to be in between songs, like a radio DJ, just kind of oh, talking. Okay. Oh, I didn't, I didn't uh, think about that. So it was worked. like a radio broadcast. Right. Don't we see like just 
business dude just walking down this crappy alleyway. <laughs> oh yeah, we get some. Like, you yeah. really yeah. think yeah. that <laughs> we get some interesting shots? While first of all, the rocking tune "Darkest Side of the Night" by the band Metropolis oh, yeah. is playing. Oh boy! Oh, I miss Metropolis. That yeah. seems a little. One other song, Jontel. One other song by Metropolis. Right out, yeah. outside of the, the metropolis. No. <laughs> so we get the just random shots of New York. Yeah, one one shot is while we've got this light rock playing in the background, we get a, a man in a suit walking down an alley, which seems like a bad idea. Yeah, it is. No. It is. Yeah. <laughs> he gets Bye. jumped, knifed, and they steal his wallet. Yeah, foreshadowing. They steal his money out of his wallet and toss the remaining what's left of his wallet into a barrel of goo. Yeah. yeah. These guys were it's, vagrants. It's There's the same a, goo that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles got in. Maybe. Toxic waste. Yeah. There is a New York City sewer rat desperately trying to get out of this barrel, if that yes. gives you an idea. Oh, yeah. It's, if it's the same barrel from later in the movie, it didn't make it. I, put, that could, no. that, I wonder if that could have been Master Splinter. Right, no. I put <laughs> vagrants doing vagrant stuff. So We get a shot of a diner with an old woman with an eye patch sitting at the bar. Yeah. I'm not, not shocked. That's the only thing. Not <laughs> no further explanation needed there. New York is not represented well at all in this movie. I'm sure people in New York didn't care. Probably not. Um, we get another alley shot where some reputable-looking gentlemen are standing over a trash can fire, yeah. heating up a crack spoon. By mm-hmm. reputable, he means bums. Oh, <laughs> so let's... that was the word. I don't want anyone to get confused. Should have pulled out the th- the the thesaurus on that one. Yeah, uh, there's not many gentlemen you see standing over a burning barrel. They got it all hey. figured out. But you know what? He's doing his own work to heat up that spoon. That's right. Uh, He's not accepting any handouts. He's using the candle. Yep. He's using a candle over a trash can fire to heat up oh, a spoon. Oh, the ingenuity. Uh, we then jump to a boat on the water out in the woods near um, some cabins. Like a houseboat. Uh, a little more, more that, like a yacht. Was it a yacht? Yeah, a yacht. What's a pontoon? Not that. Not okay. that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, aren't they in Crystal Lake? Yes. So yeah. We find out this is in Crystal Lake, yeah. which, again, there's some logistical issues with yeah. this yeah. film. Oh, yes. We'll get there. That's the least of our worries. <laughs> yes. um, Buckle your seatbelts. So we have Jim and Susie on a boat, and through some exposition over the radio, uh, we find out that, I'm assuming it's the high school in Crystal Lake, their graduating class is mm-hmm. celebrating by taking a boat trip to New York City. Dude, did you guys get to do that? Did you guys get to take any? No, okay. no, we didn't have the money for any of that. Okay, no. so say we did. We had. Like... And if this is if this whatever you want want to call it, cruise is representation of their entire class, they wouldn't have the money for it either. No, <laughs> unless no. it was like a private school. Yeah. And even then, yeah, there's there's like maybe thirty people. On sometimes, yeah. sometimes, and then really sometimes f- there's eight. Yeah, I and think, then sometimes there's twelve, and then sometimes there's fifteen. It just bounces around. Yeah. Sometimes the ship is the size of the Titanic. Yes, yes, yes. A, a flipping aircraft carrier. <laughs> they're they're yeah. launching fighter jets off of this <laughs> thing. Not this boat though. This boat, I, I'm assuming, belongs to Jim or his family, and he is yes, on this no. boat. It's just him and Susie, so they are. Having some alone time. Mm-hmm. They're getting naughty. On the boat. Yeah. Jim tells Susie the story about the Crystal Lake murders, which is weird that if she's in this graduating class that she doesn't know anything about this. But yeah. d- during this, he he drops anchor mm-hmm. 
Um, and it, we see it land underwater Con on the... Conveniently. Oh, right. Right next to a large cable that says 3,000 volts. Yeah. So as Jim is telling Susie about the boy who drowned, Jason Voorhees, his mother... He's basically her, recapping yeah, the exactly. entire series. Yes, exactly. So he, he recaps one through seven, basically, mm -hmm. pretty quickly. Pretty much. And um, then he was a zombie. And then, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, we then see the anchor hit the cable, which the cable is conveniently lying yeah. next to the broken dock from part seven, of which you see Jason's feet sticking out from under like the Wicked Witch of the East. Yeah, after the house fell on her. Right, so Jason is yet again electrocuted back to life because movie's got a movie. Yeah. Yeah. They totally didn't steal that from Jason Lives. No. No. So, oh, what's the best way to get him back to life where we won't have to explain anything? Electricity. Yes. <laughs> it worked in Frankenstein. It works. It works. It's alive. <laughs> So Jim tells Susie, we're near the camp where all those murders took place. So Susie doesn't really believe him. Yeah, that's really going to turn her on, right. that. But then we see a flashback as he's telling the part about Jason, the boy, drowning. And we see a not deformed yeah. boy Jason in I a flashback. Didn't, I didn't get that. Because yeah. It's because it's his story. Oh, that's, okay. He's it's normal everyone's his story. rendition yes. of, I guess. Gotcha. Uh, right. Sure. And still... That's I know I keep talking about this, but Jason can't swim, and he's like a hundred and some yards out in the middle of the lake. Right. So we see now we see the broken dock of which Jason is no longer under. We see the chains falling down onto the wood at the bottom of the lake, and we get an amazing laugh. Oh, they oh, should. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's a job of the. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah. You know like to me? It sounded like the laughter off of like the old. Nintendo 64 Mario or something. <laughs> yes. That is what it's from like. Bowser. It's Bowser from Nintendo yes. 64 was that, was Mario. Was that supposed to be Jason laughing? <laughs> yes. I did. Yes, <laughs> it's just, just some weird sound effect that they put in. There's a lot of weird sound effects in this movie. Um, oh. We then see, uh, well, J uh, Susie says that she hears a noise and tells Jim, uh, Jim says, I'll go check it out. Again, no, I'm not. There's, there's, you're coming with me. You would take the girl with you? Yes! It's called chivalry, John Tell. No, well, uh, it's dead here, I guess. You can use her as a no, human no, no, shield? No, no, like no. It's a team. Someone's got to stay behind and tell the story. Yeah, I was going to say, you can use her as a human shield like in the last one. I'm not saying I would do all of that, <laughs> but I'm just saying, why am I going alone? Your feet aren't broke. So we see Jason, um, Jason's hands climbing up over the railing of the boat. He's wearing gloves now. Yeah, he did not have gloves on in the last he, one. He did, I couldn't remember. He didn't have gloves No, on. he did not have it. But he yeah. had some oddly... What is showing is of his fingers through the holes in the gloves. He's got some pretty normal-looking yeah. fingers. Yeah, like the the skin has reformed somehow. Yeah, no. I'm sure they saw no. it in the editing room. It's like, who cares anymore? I don't even care. And has much better circulation. Now, I'm wondering... <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever noticed that in The Ama the Amazing Spider-Man 2, whenever Jamie Foxx becomes Electro, the electricity actually fixes the gap in his teeth. Oh. So I'm wondering mm. if, you know, a certain amount of electricity actually heals his skin. Well, yeah, it brought him that back to life. That is very interesting. He has killed a lot of people. Maybe it's yeah. like an 
he oh, loved that thing. So he's just mummy. kind of absorbing. Oh, yeah. Did, oh, did okay. anyone notice how he was built like a Navy SEAL in this movie? I think Kane Hodder is built like a Navy SEAL. Right. We have Kane Hodder back as Jason again, by the Thank way. The which Lord. is yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. If, yeah. If you missed our last episode, we are fans. Oh, yeah. I think he's a great Jason. Oh, yeah. Kane I mean, Hodder, I'd love, a, I, I'd love a picture one day. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, we're not talking about Oscar-worthy performances here, you know, but because, I mean, you are Speak playing Jason. Speak for yourself. Jason. You are playing Jason Voorhees. <laughs> okay. Not a whole lot of emoting going on, but, I mean, as far as movement, and he was a stunt, stunt coordinator, right, Peter? I think he was either a coordinator or a stunt man. I, yeah. I don't remember. Either way, he was, he was involved with stunts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I think he's rather charming. So, um, Susie goes looking for Jim. Jason jumps out and stabs her in the stomach, but ha-ha, it's Jim in a hockey mask and a collapsible knife. These movies take pranks too far. That's not That's not funny. Save me from going back into the first couple of these movies again, but, like, I can understand jumping out. With the mask on. Yeah, and I can even give you having right. the mask on, but, like, when you jam somebody yeah. in the stomach with a even a collapsible knife. That's not funny. Wow. No. What, what, how does he have that same mask that Jason have on with the cut in the... Right, it's, it is, I think it is, well, it can, looks can like... We just, can't we just have just, like, just a brand new mask? Right. Yeah, I just... Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I you're right, you because in, in the last movie yeah, it's anyways. split in two, so that mask yeah, would did, no did, longer did. be... Yeah. But well, that, this one still has the gash in the top yeah. left corner of the forehead. That means that he went out and got a brand new mask or bought a new mask and, and put that uh, slash in it. Yeah, dirtied it up a bit. And, and then brought it. Put blood stains on the, yeah. yeah. Just to tell this story to this girl. Yes. And he's only heard legends about this. Hmm. Trying too hard. They end up back in bed and Jason goes back to the harpoon gun, which I thought was classy. He's oh. dusting off an oldie. I don't think this is as brutal as the fourth one. No, no, but one thing that is a uh, constant throughout this film, Jason is looking awful slimy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, what's that about? There's a, well, it's it's a a little bit of a theme that kind of comes out at the end. He is basically starting to look like Swamp Thing almost. Yeah, he's getting there. Gooey. Yeah. So he finds his harpoon gun, or it's a harpoon, or is it a spear gun? It's a spear gun. Spear gun, yeah. Yeah, it's a spear gun. So he comes down the stairs. Uh, Jim and Susie both see him. He shoots the harpoon gun, but misses pretty badly. Yeah. yeah. Which I have to assume wasn't on purpose, but boy, that's... I read somewhere that was actually done for real. Like, it, that was actually shot that close to her what? face. She did not know that it was going to be shot, and that was her actual reaction. <laughs> so what if it would have hit her in the face? That's yeah. a risk that we were willing yep. to take. <laughs> well, she's going to die anyway, so... Not Her career's going to die with this movie yeah. anyway. Right. As with all other actresses and actors. Susie goes out the window. Jim just... As you would. ...sticks around. And yeah. gets... About that. ...stabbed with the business end of the spear gun. Yeah. Not the spear. The barrel of the spear gun. Yeah. That was pretty gnarly. That yeah. was gnarly. I don't, I don't think that was a very quick or easy death. Yeah, he also yeah. didn't really put up a fight, did he? No, and... Would he have put up a fight? You know, there's not much putting up a fight until later in this movie. They just consent. Yeah. So Susie is now hiding up at the front of the ship. So with that, the bow, like under the floor of the bow. So it's like storage. Yeah, Yeah. she's a a stowaway now. Uh, Jason takes the spear out of the wall, finds her under the floor 
he's got his hockey mask back. I think I need to back up just a little bit. After Jim played the prank on Susie, he took the mask off and set mm-hmm. it down, and Jason picks it up and puts it on. So Jason takes the spear and slow stabs yeah. Susie, who just lays there. Yeah. Some of the reactions of the... Um, Victims reminds me of Austin Powers. Yes, right. the steamroller. Yeah, with the steamroller. <laughs> no, they're like, get out of the way. <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah, I've thought that more than once watching the last couple of these oh, movies. Yeah. So they're dead. Yeah. First two kills of the movie happen pretty quickly. They aren't leaving. Not if you count the guy that got robbed in the alley. <laughs> I guess that is. If you true. count that guy, well, we don't know that he's dead. Yeah, to be honest, he, he was still, he was a, he was still he was writhing a, around. He, he probably a, bled out. He bled out. Probably. <laughs> yeah, being on that disgusting, disease-looking right. alley, it's, he probably. It's did. not like they dipped that dagger into. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, they probably yeah. didn't sterilize right. it. Yeah, we've got some. I want to say something. But, yeah, I was just thinking. Like, I counted that as the first kill. Infection immediately setting right. in. <laughs> so we cut to. The next day, and we've got um, our final girl we're introduced to here, Rennie. She's in a car, and we get a... I was wondering where this scene was going to go. So we've got Rennie in the car with her teacher. Bear with me. Colleen Van Dusen. Yeah. Take that for what it's worth. Yeah, just... And uh, uh, the dog, Toby, in the back seat. Yeah. It seems like an odd relationship between a teacher and a student. And they're both female, but there's... (laughs) She almost sounds like she's professing her undying love for Rennie. Yeah, almost like she, she's her aunt or something. Yeah, that's but thought, but she's not. Things. It's obviously right. someone that they've been very close throughout right. her years in school, I, yeah. and we find out more of Rennie's background as, as the movie goes on, so she obviously had a lot of people that she had reasons that she had parental figures that weren't actually her parents. But at this point, we don't know that, so there's some questions. So apparently she's an amazing writer, which really right. comes to nothing. Wait. No, absolutely nothing. Rennie, Rennie was? Yes. Right. Oh, well, right. except That's the why awesome she got the gift. gift that she gives. Yeah, yeah yes. so Colleen gives oh, yeah. Rennie um, a gift, and it is a pen. Yeah. Writing pen. A pen, a pen, quin pill? That, yeah, oh, that you have to right. dip into ink and write a and pen stuff. Pill? And she said Wait, this was... Stephen King used this pen when he was in high school. Spoiler. Okay, they, it, it, she did say they say that he did that he did. I would like to know who said. I could say that about anything. Yeah, Stephen King only wrote a couple of books then. Yeah, and I want I, some documentation right. that Stephen King or used like, this pen. She probably this needed. speedo was used by Walter Cronkite right. at Venice Beach. <laughs> but then you say this, you say show me stains. You know, this pen was was used by by Stephen King. First of all, you can't use. A you know, a drop. horror, a horror writer, because then you're thinking about all the other horror movies that are better than this movie. <laughs> yes. You know, the, the same with Stephen King. And to be fair, he has written some not very oh, good books. Either. Yeah. And it can't be Stephen King. Why can't it be any other writer? You know, you're thinking of Stephen King. Is like, Mark Twain. Stephen, Stephen yeah, King Mark. movies had already started being produced. So you're right. like, Edgar you're already Dow, thinking Alan of Poe. like, yeah. like Michael Crichton. better movies. Um, yes, Ernest Hemingway. Uh, Upton you know, Sinclair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Ernest Hemingway. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen King. Uh, Harriet Beecher Stowe. I, I, that's all I got. J.K. Rowling hadn't done her thing yet. Not yeah. yet. We are then introduced to an even more unlikable adult character in this film, Charles McCullough. He's the biology teacher, I think, he, at the school. Think, and a chaperone work. of this trip along with... 
Colleen Van Buren and very yeah. Van Dusen. Yeah, Van very Dusen. into himself as far as I couldn't. He's right, and you're not. I oh, could he, not figure out what this guy was on because he looked the very only, familiar. The only thing I could think every time I saw him on screen was was F. Murray Avery. Yeah, that's all. He I looked like Bill Nye, the Science Guy's looked, older brother. He looked like Prune Face from Dick Tracy. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Or he like, like was the stand-in for the guy that opened up the Ark of the Covenant. Could have been. Yeah, he's a prick. Yeah, he is. Kind of he a creep. Points out that Jim and Susie never showed up. We do see Jim and Susie's boat kind of floats up next to the bigger boat that they're taking this trip on. So you'd think somebody would recognize and say, hey, let's go check out that boat. Yeah, the one with the blood stains on the window. Yeah. Pass. Yeah, we call the cops So for apparently that a random boat bumping into their boat while they're still sitting in port doesn't warrant investigation. Although, didn't one person notice it uh, coming up on the dock? It was yeah, our like maintenance guy or something. Our, our, our crazy Ralph Stanton, pretty much. Oh. He's just known as the deckhand, so we're calling him Crazy Ralph. Deckhand. Yeah. You're all gonna die. But our deckhand, yeah, he's he's. Uh, we uh, it's like you think the captain would come up to him and go, uh, yeah, I, we we need to talk to you about something. You're all gonna die. Yeah, yeah, that's what we want to talk to you about. <laughs> we need to stop that when the guests arrive. Yeah. <laughs> Charles is upset that Rennie is there. Colleen tells him that Rennie has come along for the trip, and Charles is not happy about that. We find out that Charles is actually the guardian. He has guardianship of Rennie. Is it her, her so she calls uncle him, or something? I don't know that it is the uncle, but she calls him uncle. uncle. So yeah. it could be, but it, um, it could just be he's taking guardianship of her, and so she calls yeah. him Uncle Charles. Okay. They couldn't have found someone better to take care of this girl. Her parents mm-hmm. died. We don't need to... Uh, you know, hold uh, out on that any longer. We find out her right. parents died in a car accident, and so she's kind of being raised by the teachers at school, it seems like. That, that would be annoying. Yeah, no thanks. Everybody would be like, hey, did you get that assignment done? Judging by, by what we see from him as a swimming instructor, I would not advise him to take care of kids. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we then visit the bridge on our ship, and we meet our captain. I don't know if it ever gives his name. Captain Robertson, I'm assuming, because his son... Sean Robertson, who's um, part of the graduating class, he's kind of overbearing on his son, and, and yeah. he's going to take over for his father as the captain. He doesn't seem like he this. wants to become anything like his dad. No, I, I think it's like he his dad was such a good captain that he didn't feel he could measure up to his dad because he was like, blow the horn. Like he had get walked him through the steps as far as you're the captain now instead of course, you know, and then he was like, all right. We're... Immediately chastising him for his yeah. ship launching etiquette. In yeah. front of his friend. Yeah. Right. Yeah, his weird friend, yeah. Miles. He was like, you forgot to hit the maritime bell. I don't know that Miles has a, yeah. a line in this entire movie. You but forgot he... to do all the baby yeah, stuff, like blow the horn. and Wow, I forgot your job was that exciting, tell... Dad. Thanks. And then we have to tell... All the ships around us that were taken off and launched. Yeah, because what? if you can't see a ship this size barreling through the 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 coastline, then then you're. Oh, well, apparently no one seemed to notice Jim and Susie's yachts. So oh yeah, that's true. Never well, mind. Here's something them. else I didn't. I get. take that back. Why was he dressed up like Captain Smith from Titanic? <laughs> it's not like this is some like. He's great in his dress blues and ha- stuff. I'm not convinced that certain cruise. scenes from this movie were not used in Titanic. Yeah, I was going to say, he bought that. <laughs> yeah. That one surprised me. Yeah. From the that, Army Surplus store. Yeah, that, that ship that they're on is one of those ships from back then, it looks like. Right. Yeah, it, it looked like a tugboat. Yeah. It did. Yeah. The, right, the, the conspiracy, and well, not conspiracy, but the 
interesting one of one of the more interesting parts of the shining film is that there really is no rhyme or reason to the hotel and there's a lot of if you if you ever watch documentaries on that film there are several purposeful mistakes in the layout of the of the hotel there's one scene where you're in an office looking out a window to the outside but then we actually come around to that side later and there's no way that that office could be there with a window facing outside based on the layout of the rest of the hotel i felt that way about the ship in this movie yeah Yeah. oh absolutely it's just however this movie was not directed by stanley kubrick so i do not think that that was intentional yeah this ship seriously goes from like it goes from like tugboat to battleship to the titanic it's just it's (laughs) insane yeah I thought it was a submarine at one point. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So the ship takes off, and we see uh, Jason holding on to a rope at the side of the yeah, ship as what? it's dragging through the water. He looks like a what? navy. He seal. really does. He looks like Tom Berenger. Yeah. Like I'm just. Like... <laughs> oh yeah. All he was missing was like the camouflage face paint. Mm-hmm. We then get our our uh, crazy Ralph deckhand. <laughs> this voyage is doomed. <laughs> And then Sean, like, he's like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. like, he doesn't yeah. even care. Yeah. We then I have a, a party on the ship. All the youngsters are playing shuffleboard and skeet shooting. Yeah, yeah because that's what I wanted to do when I said I'd get on a, a cruise to New York was play sh- shuffleboard. They do have a dance club, a dance <laughs> room on this ship. Because, of course, they do. Why not? It looks awful. That no one ever used, or, or at least that we, that I can remember seeing. Twice. No, did they actually dance on it? Yeah, well, once. Okay. It I'm didn't sure. look like fun, though. No. Um, so we get some 80s teen dancing partying montage. Then uh, we get uh, Rennie and Sean meet up, so they know each other. They're happy to see each other. And Sean gives Rennie a present, and it's a Statue of Liberty necklace. Woohoo. Because, again, we're going to New York City. Yeah. Right. And hey, it's going to be don't awesome. Forget. Right. Oh, yeah. In case okay. you don't know what it looks like, always look at this necklace that I'm giving you. He did say it was a stupid gift. I'll yeah. give him that. Then why get he it? He was right. Then why get it? He's nice. He could have got her like a napkin from a pizza place with the Statue of Liberty on it and saved a bunch of money. We don't know how much he spent on the necklace. He probably stole that from his dad from one of his frequent trips. Why would tri- his dad buy that? Frequent trips back to New York City. We then cut to a couple of interesting characters. We have JJ, the rock star. She's yeah. We we are introduced to her in black and white as she's being shot on a handheld video camera it's by Wayne. By Wayne, uh, oh lord, her videographer who's yeah. wanting to go to film school. Yeah, Whatever. Josh Harnett and the bad guy from Kindergarten Cop mixed together. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. He looks like the little boy's dad on Kindergarten Cop. Yes. JJ, at least to me, is probably the least dislikable person in this movie. And she's pretty dislikable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I loved everybody in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, trying to shoot a music video on the boat, apparently. She's got an electric guitar. Yeah, yeah she's pretty good at and it, too. And an amp. Um, she's wanting to... Uh, it doesn't matter. She wants to go below deck or something Right. Stupid. She's not going to be along, around very long. Yeah. Because of the acoustics. Oh yeah, I suppose. the yeah. acoustics down we, in the engine room. No, but she really, she really did. You know, she would totally be allowed shred, to be She down really there. did shred that. The engine room from the aircraft carrier, that is, or the Titanic. No, yes. she calls it Supreme Concert Echo. You are from correct. Below. Mm. Yes. So we then get uh, Charles talking with Rennie, 
we get a little more exposition here. He tells Rennie she's making a big mistake um, and says, why are you doing this to yourself? So Rennie first makes a mention that she has some sort of phobia that she's trying to get past, which obviously Charles knows about. And he very lovingly tells her that facing your fear doesn't necessarily conquer it. Oh, nice. yeah. oh wow. What does that mean? That is the best advice you can give a, a growing mind. Uh, does Miss Van Dusen, does she have any knowledge of... You would think so. Her phobia as to like why she has the yeah, phobia. Yeah, she mentioned... She does mention it. Well, oh, I see what you're saying. No, I don't think so. I don't think anybody does. Not even Rennie, as far as why she has this phobia. She has a phobia of water. I hate She's water. afraid of being in the water. She can't swim, and that's a phobia, and it, it comes out later in the film. But I don't like swimming. I mean, I, I will well, go to be, it. That could be a different... There's a different reason for that, though, right? <laughs> yeah, I just don't like swimming. That's all you need to know. So JJ wants to go below deck to film more of her... Her music video, I'm not sure. Wayne says he has to go help Tamara with something. So that Tamara is, uh, Wayne likes Tamara. He has to go get some more shockumentary. Right. Yeah. So Sorry. JJ goes on her own. So we get, then get JJ recording by herself down in the power room, which this is where this ship starts looking like the Titanic. Because you can't see the end of it below her, and you can't see the top, like the top deck. It is like probably... Ten stories of just nothing but engine room. I think yes. this they shot this scene in the same place where they shot the last act of Terminator 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. Steel mill, yeah. It's massive. Yes. Yeah, it is. Jason comes down the stairs after JJ. Um, she's like playing her axe, isn't she? Right. She's yeah. slaying it on the, on the electric guitar. She sees him, screams... He chases her around for a while and eventually gets her guitar and smashes her with it. Yeah. Guitar right. smash. Yep. A signature move like he was playing Guitar Hero. Yeah. That's how I played it because I got mad at it. So then we get the only scene in the movie of Rennie actually writing, which seemed like that was going to be more of a theme. It was not. Yeah. yeah. She decides to go to the party. Uh, we see Jason outside of her bedroom looking through the porthole. That was weird. While she's yeah, changing. Was. Help and me. then he, well, and then when she finally looks out the window, Jason is no longer there, but she hallucinates out the out the porthole yeah. a kid that is underwater, like banging on the window, asking for help. Yeah, yes, makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. We then get a sparring session, a boxing practice session, um, with one of our main characters, Julius. Who is beating the brakes off of some, whoever he's practicing yeah, with? Yeah, he sucks at boxing. Not Julius. You the think other, the just other put guy. your hands in front of your face? Oh, yeah. He's just he's protecting his face with his face. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Above them, we have Tamara and Eva watching from a skylight, looking down. Yeah. On the on the session. Who, by the way, Eva is Lady Deathstrike from X Men Two. Yes. I so, am very interested, Peter. Yeah, that <laughs> um, was the only. Great thing I liked about that character pretty much. That was about it. She's a pretty minor <laughs> character. Unfortunately, she's not in very much of this. And she's from an island. But she is uh, f friends, for some reason, with Tamara, Ugh. who is a coke whore. Yeah. Yes. Yes, she is. So you take that back by you hate you don't hate everyone in this movie except her and... Right. Yeah. So she's, talk she's uh, feigning over Julius... Whom she is attracted to. Um, yeah. Then we basically almost immediately cut to her banging some coke. 
Yeah, or cutting cocaine on a mirror. Did you guys catch what she called it? Top dollar toot. Top dollar toot. <laughs> yeah. What would you call it, Chantel? I I actually am now adopting that as my new term <laughs> Top for coke. <laughs> that that's like that that sounds like a seventies like a late seventies term. So she's trying to get Eva to partake. Charles walks in on them. Just say no, kids. He says, are you girls using drugs? I thought he wanted to join in. Like, he was like, you got an extra line? <laughs> I'm not even chaperoning right now. Like, I'm just my break. No, I never really caught, I'm, I'm guessing this is, the, this is the senior class trip. So these kids are either done with school or they've graduated. Isn't that the same thing? And, and this guy, he keeps trying to tell them, I want your biology project. <laughs> I want... You know, you can't leave this ship until I get your project in. Yeah. It's like, wh what are you talking about? Ugh, These yeah. kids don't care. No. We are done with you, old man. Right. Yeah. Well, Notice how I'm doing a line of cocaine right in Seriously. front of you. I don't care. Seriously, if I'm a teacher, I wouldn't care. I don't. I wouldn't even want to be on that ship chaperoning else. I bet you guys are on your own. You're graduated. Just you do you. Yeah. Please do not OD. Uh, do we have a yeah. four days here? Just let me get have there. Have fun. Back. Don't die. And then you're not my problem yeah, anymore. Just OD once we get back. <laughs> Tamara points out. I signed a waiver. <laughs> during this scene that she um, knows what Rennie's fear is. She knows that she's afraid of the water. How? Girls talk, John. There's uh, a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense. So okay. we'll just go with it. It makes sense. But all right. I'll accept it. Um, we then cut to um, the sauna. On the ship, oh, we have. Yeah. Whenever I, I didn't get a name, but whoever whoever Julius was sparring with goes into the sauna alone, covers himself and his face with a towel. Jason walks into the sauna and picks up one of the steaming hot rocks mm -hmm. and round two. Yeah. Yeah. This poor guy. It was he gets like stabbed a, with the wrong end of a sauna rock. Yeah. yeah. It was wow. like a uh, a reverse collie maw. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's That's brutal. The best way to describe yes. that. That's awesome. Yeah. Also so, by Paramount. Hey, there you go. So we didn't see Rennie. And our second Indiana Jones reference. Rennie and Colleen are walking on the deck of the boat. Tamara comes out of nowhere and two hand pushes Rennie off the boat into the water, off the ship into the water. Yeah. Which, again, nobody does this. Yeah. Oh, I Even, swear it was an accident. I, I, if you're going to. Pretend it was an accident. Maybe not use two hands and yeah. fully extend yeah. to push someone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care if you're afraid of water or not. That's like a 25-foot drop. Yeah. yeah. That's that hurts. Like, again, nobody does this. Right. No. It's not like she pushed her in a pool or something. Yeah. She's but, meaner than Jason. Check this out. This yeah. is called the ocean. People have died off of boats for less in movies. Yeah. Like yes. uh, Captain Phillips. Yeah. Pat. I mean, back in the day, like, like in the 30s and 40s, if somebody fell off a boat, they would be dead. Yeah. So, Rennie is then being dragged underwater by... Or at least she thinks she is. Right. There, there's the boy that she saw earlier that's now under the water that's got a hold of her foot that looks like he's pulling it. So, she might be hallucinating that? Is that what we're supposed Maybe. to believe? Maybe. Does he still look yeah, normal think, in this so. or on this part? Or is he all kind of messed yeah, up? No, I think he's pretty normal. Is he still normal? Okay. Okay. Sean dives in because apparently everybody else is just standing and watching i only yeah. don't pedal well what well her teacher throws does von throw in, yeah von Dusen throws in a life preserver right thanks sean dives in after her Did saves her the boat wasn't moving or the ship wasn't moving right you'd think if someone's in a ship it would yeah oh yeah she'd be long gone by now right. like literally it panned out and you just saw the ship 
stationary. So I'm like, are they, are That's they anchored the, again? <laughs> right. There's no there's no indication that they're not moving. They're in the middle of a trip. Yeah. Right. And that's the most dangerous thing about going overboard, right, of, mm-hmm. of any vessel is because these ships are actually moving a lot faster than they look. And if mm-hmm. you go overboard, especially if someone yeah. does a sea right away, they'll be miles mm-hmm. away oh, yeah. by the time you real, they realize... You know, you've gone overboard. We'll just say they took a pit stop. There you go. Okay. At 25, 30 miles an hour is about cruising speed for a, a ship. It's that fast. It, it's a lot faster than you can swim. Yeah. Oh, good point. Charles then shows up after Sean gets Rennie back on the deck. Charles just, uh, every time he shows up, he's blaming somebody for something. Yes. Or gritting about and He something. turns out to be the biggest douchebag in the yeah. film. Yes. But oh, yeah. He compensates for that by blaming Colleen in this case. How did you let this happen? Yeah. So uh, we, we get our crazy Ralph deckhand again, popping up in front of, uh, I think it was just Rennie and Charles. Yeah. He's back, and you're all going to die. Yeah. Rennie yeah. takes off at this point. She goes to the restroom. Um, she's running water from the sink, and it turns into blood. Again, right. we never really get clarification on if this is actually happening or if she's yeah. hallucinating I, it. Yeah, she's hallucinating this. I didn't get the blood. I suppose. Exactly, but... So then a hand reaches through the mirror and grabs her, and then the top half of the boy's now somewhat deformed body. Are they, like, assuming that he started... His face just started deforming and rotting when he was down in the lake? I guess. Who knows? Go back and pause it on that part. You will see an Asian person popping out of that mirror. Someone leave us a comment and let us know. That is not a white boy intention of i love T- jason takes manhattan but i've got to spread out my viewings of it by like three, years three yes. or four years loved it but i hadn't seen this movie in probably five or six years it's been at least a couple for me you were the only one in this room that loved this movie <laughs> I, i'm okay with that so charles then goes to tamara's room oh boy Talking about her biology project. Right. Again. Asks her about her biology project. She is uh, seemingly propositioning him with champagne. She is wearing a robe. She disrobes down to her skivvies and she has painted human anatomy on her body. And this was done really well. I think she had help doing that. Probably. I'm pretty sure. She is board. trying to seduce Charles, which works briefly just long enough for Wayne, who. He's trying to get with Tamara, so he's willing to do whatever she tells him to do. So she, he films their very brief encounter before Charles says, What are you doing? I'm your teacher. You can't do that. And he's like, b- basically threatens to have her expelled from school. Right. Even though, again, I think the yeah. school year's over. Um, and she's 18, right? So Wayne comes in at this point and shows that he's been filming them. They have it on on film, and they're they're blackmailing him at this right. point. Um, again, why? It's the, it's the, yeah. Right. If you're not going to see him again, why? This took right more planning and more work than any biology project I ever worked on in my entire life. Yeah. Or anybody that had anything to do with this movie yes. put into this movie. Charles leaves. Wayne then tells Tamara that he has feelings for her. Uh, she Which, shuts that down pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, it does yes. not work. Yeah, she is. She's on par with Melissa from the last film, in terms of unlikability. That's a fair comparison. Yes. All right. We see um, after Wayne leaves, we see that Jason is next door. We have a storm that's brewing outside. Again, of course. Right. Um, Tamara is then getting out of the shower. This was kind of. I thought. I thought this. See, there were scenes in this I liked. I liked how um, we get more of. 
Tamara's perspective here. So she hears a noise as Jason comes into her room. She cracks open the bathroom door and she sees Jason Voorhees enter her room. So she closes the bathroom door and she has this moment of mental processing of, uh, I don't know what to do here. Mm-hmm. That is weird. Right. And yeah. so, I mean, normally you're used to just him jumping out. and Yeah. Yeah, because... She was like, was right. she sees him come in. So then she closes the door. So we see her inside her bathroom door and she's kind of leaning up against the door, trying to listen. Um, and then Jason suddenly breaks through the door, punches through the door. Yes, he does. Yeah. Grabs, Classic. grabs Tamara and throws her against the mirror head first. Um, she falls. Jason comes bursting through the door. Like the Kool-Aid man. Jason comes bursting the rest of the way through the door. Oh yeah. Walks up to the... Uh, broken glass from the mirror. Uh, Finds the perfect piece. Yeah, deliberates momentarily on which piece he's going to use. Um, <laughs> this one's sharp. This one's not sharp yeah. enough. This one might hurt Too her. small. Dull. Tamara gets shanked. Oh, like straight prison style. Like not just using the straight. Like that's how they would have done it. Yeah, that's not fun. You, you want to hear something funny? Oh, about I can't it. wait till Jason in prison comes out. You want to hear something funny about this scene? The uh, girl that plays uh, Tamara... She was actually really uncomfortable doing like a full nude scene that the uh, director, um, Rob Heaton, borrowed a page from a theater and film war and stripped down fully nude and walked into the shower himself to illustrate how easy it was. Unfortunately, he didn't realize the camera was rolling the whole time. <laughs> when the producers watched the dailies the next morning, they were very, very confused as to why the director was standing completely nude in a shower talking to one of his lovely young actresses. <laughs> wow. They had a great time filming this movie. Uh, I'm glad they had a good time filming it because I did not have a good time watching it. We go back to the bridge. We have the captain. He's talking about the storm getting worse. He leaves and leaves, uh, well, we get a name, Jim, the, the crewmate Jim, to uh, run the controls. He walks out momentarily. Jason appears with a harpoon and impales the crewmate. Um, the captain comes back, finds Jim's dead body, and Jason comes up from behind and slits his throat with a machete. This is the with only the machete doll side. Yes. This is the only machete kill in this movie. Oh, yeah, it is. Where do you get a machete? Who knows? <laughs> it's, it's a ship. They have machetes. I mean, it makes sense. I had a harpoon on there. Yeah. Well, right. oh, <clears> a <throat> ship like that, that would make sense. That's right. I guess, yeah. Uh, Robert uh, Shaw had a machete on his boot. Sean and Remy happen happen to be nearby. They come to the bridge and they find Sean's father's dead body. He calls everyone to the bridge. I instantly thought that once everyone showed up to the bridge, they were going to think that he murdered his own dad. Our our deckhand delivers another, you're all going to (laughs) die. Charles is upset. He says Jason is not real because that's who the deckhand thinks at this point is responsible. Mm -hmm. So Charles, he's trying to take charge. Sean has told Rennie to go drop anchor. I don't really got a good explanation as to why. But um, Julius leaves, even though Charles tells him not to. He doesn't care. And and this is where we finally get the line. Julius says, "Uh, school's over. Look at me. I'm the captain now. (laughs) So Eva is looking for Tamara. She finds her. And she finds Jason, who chases her to the dance room. Where we just, I think this is just an excuse to play some more 80s rock music. Mm-hmm. 80s dance music. Jason then strangles Eva. That whole we got scene, lots of lights. Yeah, the whole scene was weird. I couldn't tell if she was doped out or what that whole thing was about. It was the 80s, man. That, that whole scene, I read that <laughs> it literally took him like 14 hours to do that scene. Why? 
I have no idea. <laughs> I, just, I just saw it on there. I'm like, ow. Good lord. That would have taken me like... 15 minutes. Yeah, oh, yeah. 20 tops. Run over here, with, run over with there. With three shots. And I choke you. And action. All right, cut. So We're Julius good. divvies up the weapons that he's able to collect on the ship uh, amongst everyone else. They say, what are you taking, Julius? And he says, nothing but this gun. <laughs> the ridiculously long barrel on that shotgun. That, that thing was seriously like... Comedically long. Yeah, yeah, it was like five feet long. It was like the Joker's gun at the end of Batman. <laughs> it was... <laughs> Wayne is in the power room uh, with a shotgun looking for JJ. Um, a steam pipe blows his glasses off, so now he can't see. He ends up blowing away a mechanic. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. everything he sees is... We see him earlier in the movie. Right, and briefly. Engineer or something, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, everything he sees is blurry, so this mechanic comes around a corner and um, Wayne dusts him. Yes. As he's looking at the dead body, Jason appears and uh, chases Wayne further into the bowels of the ship, apparently, where right. he finds J.J.'s dead body. Uh, Jason grabs Wayne and throws him onto the power board. I guess so. Yeah, the control panel. The control yes. panel. Which... Instantly catches him on fire. Oh yeah, he, he, he goes he up in flames. He caught on fire before he landed on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! And, and like, what was what was his body like? Made of lacquer? <laughs> he must. <laughs> he must just taken a gasoline bath. I guess. <laughs> we go back to the bridge. Um, Charles says that he's locked Rennie in her room. Um, he's now mad at Sean because he's not able to get the ship back on course. You're the captain, and did you say ship? Shit. <laughs> Either way. Right. Charles sorry, is mad at Sean because he just has to continue to be mad at characters. Didn't he even tell him that it's all his fault? Everything yeah, he is says, his fault. He says that several times, yeah. This is all your fault. Yeah. He's the son of a captain, for Christ's sake. Yeah. But he uh, made, made a good point, I guess. We go back down to the power room where Jason is standing around he watching that he Wayne would. burn to death. Yes. Yeah, Again. Like, he, he should have been able to, like, I don't understand why his body caught fire, like, that fast to that extreme. There's enough fire that it has now set off the ship's fire alarm. Yeah. So the, the, the fire alarm goes off. Charles grabs a flare gun from the bridge. Yeah, because he thinks it's the, uh... They think at this point that the deckhand is responsible. Crazy yeah. Ralph deckhand. Seaman Crazy Ralph. They split up, and they go looking for, I don't know... Jason? Nah, they don't Sir. something. They go looking for whoever's responsible. Uh, oh, we get yeah. Miles, our no dialogue character with the Harry Dunn haircut. <laughs> <laughs> he has an axe. He encounters Jason first, who is now morphing from one place to another. Yeah, I, I didn't get So that. Miles climbs up a ladder. Looks like he's climbing to the crow's nest. He's a good... 20, yeah. 20 oh, he's feet. almost like to the top. Yeah. yeah, he's he's a good 25, 30 feet in the air when we still see Jason standing on the deck. Um, Jason then immediately grabs Miles. Oh, within seconds. Right behind him on the ladder. Um, and then he throws Miles down, who we impale, he, it impales him on an antenna. I think, yeah, I think that's what it was. Uh, Julius then finds Miles' body and encounters Jason, who... Just throws quickly overboard. throws Julius overboard. Uh, Rennie is in her room. She then hallucinates a boy, the boy again standing in her room, pretty deformed yeah. at this point, and he's covered in slime. Yeah. His eyeball keeps on slipping down throughout yeah. the movie. 
that was. I swear it was a different color from his real eye. I mean, you could tell his completely fake eye that he had. <laughs> it was made out of Play-Doh. Yeah. It backs her against uh, the wall where the porthole is, where Hockey Mask Jason appears. He bursts busts that thing. Yeah, he bursts through headfirst the porthole and grabs Rennie, who stabs him in the eye with her Stephen King pen. Yeah. Thanks, Stephen King. That's right. <laughs> the fire has now grown to a point where it explodes. Yeah, it explodes the fuel tank. And okay. this ship did not look like it was the type of ship that could survive a fuel tank explosion. Oh, no, they all And be stay dead. afloat. Yeah, they all for, be dead. For right as now. long as it does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're dead. Yeah. So we get Colleen quickly with a uh, group of the few students that are still left that aren't major or <laughs> right. minor characters. Yeah. It's it's like they decided, man, we, we've got Just about five extras. more characters that we need to get rid of here. So Colleen takes them into a, the restaurant part of the ship and says, everyone stay here. <laughs> yes. So she leaves. Rennie and Sean, we, we eventually get to Rennie and Sean to where the ship is starting to flood. Sean comes to re- the realization that water has gotten into the engines at this point. The engine room door just flies open. Right. Yeah. Water comes rushing in. There was a very Titanic-y vibe yes. from this yeah. scene. I kept, I accidentally in my notes wrote Jack and Rose at least <laughs> once. <laughs> they run into Charles eventually once they get out, who's continuing to blame Sean. Um, fault the ship's sinking. Colleen yeah. then arrives and says, I've lowered down a lifeboat. And they say, we, Sean says, we have to get off the ship right now. Colleen says, wait, I left a group of students down in the restaurant. And Sean says... Screw them! Yeah. <laughs> Sean says, uh, if they're in the restaurant, they're already gone. So There is no restaurant anymore. Right. right. So basically that was a way of getting rid of about six Was it way below deck in. or something? I, I guess. Know. That was odd. You, and that, that's another thing. How did she lower that lifeboat? That, yeah, I, I thought about that too. I was Seriously, just like, in, in the movie Titanic, it seemed like it took like two people, six, seven people to like have to lower that thing. And if we are to assume that this ship is the Titanic, which I believe we are, yeah. So the, um, they're, they're heading toward the lifeboat, and the deckhand shows up, and he's wielding a knife, and Charles confronts him, thinking that this is our killer. And the deckhand falls face first, and there's an axe sticking out of his back. In the back. Which I don't okay. get why they did that. What Was that supposed to be like a huge twist or something? I don't know. Uh, Maybe for Charles it was. So they all end up uh, climbing onto the lifeboat. It seems to take them a very long time. Um, we get Jason looking on from above. He's letting them go at this point. Which, again, still didn't make sense. Fi- uh, just as they're shoving off, Julius pops out of the water. Yeah. Climbs onto the lifeboat. So we're now down to Charles and Colleen, the chaperones and teachers. We have Rennie, we have Sean, we have Julius, the teacher, and Toby, the dog. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Toby. Yeah, Yeah. you forget about Toby several times in this movie. He's subtle, he's a subtle character. So, of everyone on the ship, among our survivors are um, the chaperones, one of which definitely is responsible for the death of about four of the students. (laughs) Yes. We also have the captain, who apparently is not going down with the ship. Oh yeah, that's totally like a rule, isn't it? I think so. Huh. That's the way yeah, I've heard no, it. he was definitely not his father's son. You nope. didn't want to be captain. What a disappointment. Yeah, yeah but in, in honor of your father... The captain was going down. He, he, oh. he didn't relinquish command to him. Oh, good point. That is so a... we are now rowing. It just looks so garbage. Uh, it just it's looked... just like It looked like it was filmed in a swimming pool. With, with a like, painted wall behind it? Yes, that with a painted and wall like, and, and a, like smoke. A fog, a fog machine. A smoke yeah. machine, whatever. Yeah. It was so bad. Yes. 
<laughs> I wondered why I that was weird. I saw a soft diving board out there. <laughs> I couldn't really put my hand on it. I'm like, why does this look so odd? <laughs> there are old movies that looked more realistic than this. <laughs> it was bootleg. <laughs> um, we then cut to night there, still rowing. And they seem to be losing hope at this point um, until Julius spots the Statue of Liberty. Here's where there's some logistical issues. So I'm, we're, we are led to believe that we started off this trip in Crystal Lake. We somehow, through the same connected body of water, end up in the ocean because we are now at Ellis Island and New York City. Okay. So Jason hitched a ride from the... The, the would-be lovers in Crystal Lake through a channel somewhere that led to the ocean? I, wait, wait. I don't get what. Why did he go on the ship in the first place? Yeah. Why didn't he just stay at Crystal, Camp Crystal because. Lake? Because he knew there were some skanky teenagers on the boat. Oh, wait oh. till they're stupid enough to go back to that camp like they do every single year. Right. I just think he wanted a vacation. But if he didn't, he couldn't take Manhattan, Peter. Jason takes a holiday. Yes, I like AKA that. AKA Vancouver. <laughs> So uh, they arrive at the city. Charles is still complaining. Sean, could you have landed us in a worse spot part of the city? Yes. Well, yes. at least we got to dry land. I yeah. could have, but I picked here. And yeah. it's the thriving metropolis of New York City. Thought you wanted to do some sightseeing before you died. So shock, surprise, Jason has also arrived. Funny scene oh. here. He he stands up on the on the dock and does the Michael Myers head tilt, and we see what he's looking at. It's a billboard. Of a, a hockey team, I think, yeah, and it's yeah, it's think. it's the picture is a close up of the goalie's face who has on the hockey the mask. Jason mask, right? Uh oh, how did he get there so fast? He swam. What, was he was he underneath the boat the whole time? I have completely accepted the fact. Well, you guys have told me, especially in the last film, that Jason has zombie powers yes. now, and that's how he gets from place to place. How many zombies yeah. have you ever seen swim, Peter? How many zombies no, have you ever zero. seen? Just zero. I've seen yeah. zero. Yeah. That doesn't so mean. So how do you know? How do you know they can't do like a Popeye swim? No, no, they can't. Yeah, you, I've, never you, seen, I've never seen one. You yet. don't know that because you've never seen one. He's been underwater I believe, for Peter. 15 or 20 years at this point. I figured he yeah. figured it out. And that's if you don't count him drowning at the beginning when he didn't actually drown. Yeah, I was going to say, I can buy that he was underneath that boat hanging on at the bottom somehow. That's what I thought would happen. Because he, he he's dead anyway. Uh, All right, sure. Our characters are now walking through a, I think, a shipping yard, it looks like. Um... Yeah, They're immediately something. held up by some gangbangers <laughs> within five minutes of getting to New York City. Yeah. They take Rennie's necklace and they try to shoot Toby, the dog, like yeah. for no reason. Yeah, that was. They I, end up. Why were they wanting the dogs to be harmed so bad in this film? I don't know. I don't know. It's I so didn't weird. Get that. They end up taking Rennie with them. Charles has an interesting reaction to that. Julius is ready to go after them. Charles says, no, didn't you hear him? They'll kill her. Yeah. We need to find the police. And they and he also makes another mistake, is to split up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's go Scooby-Doo on him. Classic yeah, horror movie up. mistake. Uh, he says, we should split up. So they 50, do. 50-50. Um, so the, the gangsters end up getting Rennie down. They take her down an alley. They shoot her up with heroin, I'm assuming. Some uh, black tar heroin. <laughs> and it wasn't even very good because... I don't think it kicked in as fast as it should have. It looked yellow. Is that really the color of that? No, that's like that's how you know you got ripped off. Okay. It looked like Drano. <laughs> it, looked like <laughs> yeah. it was pee. It was supposed to be. Before they can have their way with Rennie, they, I mean, they have injected her at this point, but before they can have their way with Rennie, Jason shows up 
So we now have uh, like Jason the superhero. Right. I think yeah. he was. He saved her. Oh yeah, he kind stabs uh, gangbanger number one with mm-hmm. the same needle in the back. Yeah. I'm sure that thing wasn't sterile either. Well, no, no, it wasn't. I don't think it was sterile when when Rennie So was even if she did serve, she does. Even if she does survive, she definitely has some sort of a HIV oh, or, sure. or hepatitis. That's definitely there's in her a good future. chance. That was a huge Dose. fear going on at this time too. Oh yeah, that would have made this oh, scene yeah. even. She got it. Yeah, yeah. AIDS panic. Oh, for sure. Life then, after, uh, so Jason after kills party. gangbanger number one with the needle. Uh, gangbanger number two comes back from wherever he went. Shoots Jason, unloads an entire clip on Jason, which doesn't do anything. Jason then bashes his head against a pipe. Jeez. Yeah. So does he? Does he let Rennie go? Does he let her leave? No, because that one other gang member guy was on top of her, and she tries to get him off. What she does? Okay, and while the other guy is shooting at her. So during this part, as she's able to stumble and get up, she didn't do too much. Stumbling, she would have been very uncoordinated because those drugs would have hit her system fast, especially that dose that she was right. given. So I'm just like thinking she got up just fine. And took affects off. your coordination. Oh, completely. Yeah. You're she's gonna, you, she's you tripping pretty out. quickly, but you're saying it would have happened even sooner than it does. Oh yeah, that uh, she would have been puking instantly. Uh, we then get Julius at a payphone. There was like looked like a gang name inside the payphone. Does that mean that that's their payphone? That's, and if any other gang uses it, they can get shot? Yeah, that's their is that turf. really what that means? That is their turf. It's also <laughs> an area that they would go and solicit drugs. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up. Either way, Jason thinks it's his payphone. He attacks <laughs> Julius, who gets away and climbs a ladder to a rooftop where we have the greatest scene in a Friday the 13th oh, yeah. He debunked that sure. payphone. <laughs> My payphone. So Julius gets to the rooftop and is cornered. He's looking around like he thinks there's somewhere to go while yeah. we're up on a roof. So Jason follows him up there. Julius decides instead of running, he's going to box Jason. Yeah. This he, was one of the scenes I was supposed to be at Madison Square Garden. Right. This scene was supposed to be filmed at Madison Square Garden, but, you know, uh, in money. The, in yeah. the actual arena? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. So they end up fighting on a rooftop in Vancouver instead of Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that, so this, these were actual punches he was giving him. Yeah, Julius. He has so much padding on. He's going. He's he's doing work on Jason. Yeah. Right. Raining blows upon Jason Voorhees, and it's it's it seems to be working. It's backing him up towards the edge of the roof, and for a, a moment you think, man, Julius is gonna. I never thought that one second. I would never not tell that story if I knocked out Jason Voorhees. Right. Oh, but oh my gosh. I'm not jealous of, so of he, him. So he that... finally completely exhausts himself. He's punched Jason about 30 times. Jason just takes it. What if Jason actually like like got in on Jason, guard and went to work? Well, I'm getting there. He Well, he did go to work on him. Damn right. Julius has finally completely worn himself out. Tells Jason to take his best shot. So Jason... Gives him a right cross that literally knocks Julius's head off. Yes. Goes flying off the building. The head lands in a dumpster. That is a yeah. TKO. A, yep. No, that's you, just a straight KO. <laughs> then you get head cam coming off the, the roof. Yeah. What's awesome oh, kill. Yeah. This is my favorite Jason kill. I know you guys oh, don't it's, it's, agree with to, me. To, to me, it's... The funniest one. It's definitely yeah. up there. Yeah. I, w- I wasn't expect. I thought he was going to punch him and he was going to like fall off the roof. I wasn't expecting his head to come unattached. Yeah. So we go back to Rennie at this point and now she's stoned. Yes. I-, I was expecting her to have some kind of vision of the boy again. She does not. 
she sees Sean, whom I thought would have been a hallucination. Yeah. It was not. Um, so Sean has found her at this point. You know, he says, what did they do to you? Where did they take you? And all she can tell him is, J- he's here. Jason is here. Yeah. So he's she's confirming that Jason somehow... That whole thing when she's just hallucinating, just like looking all doped out, that, that was just... That to me was just pointless. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah it is. Pretty much. Like, yeah. yeah, that would have been better if she thought it was Sean or something and it's Jason. You right. Know, something stupid. Right, that's kind of what I thought was yeah. going to happen. It was just casting more of a dark light on New York, I feel. And the dangers of drugs. There you go. Yes, yes drugs are bad. Good. Um, so we see Colleen walking down an alley. A cop jumps out and then tells her to freeze. Charles follows the cop and says, no, she's with us. They find Sean and Rennie. They tell... Charles and Colleen, it's Jason, he's back, it's him. Charles still doesn't believe and tells (laughs) Sean to shut up about Jason. They get into the police car, and as they get into it, they say, we need to find Julius. And as soon as the police officer opens the door to get in the driver's side, they see Julius's head sitting on the dashboard of the police car. Jason grabs the police officer at this point, drags him off screen, assuming he kills him. So Rennie jumps into the driver's seat of the police car, runs over Jason... Then sees the deformed boy. He's now completely deformed and covered in slime. Does she try to run over him, or does she try to swerve and miss him? No, no, no she, she goes. She goes yeah. straight. She goes. Yeah, she, yeah she but it was a hallucination, right. so she obviously doesn't hit anything. But she crashes straight Miley into a barrier. Miley Cyrus wrecking ball. See, like, <laughs> that, that, that's all I saw. It's like oh, that's all I heard. When they she get out. That. Yeah, they get out of the car after it's crashed, and Sean, Charles, and Rennie get out of the car. And before Colleen can get out of the car, there is a huge explosion. Because apparently the car is full of napalm. Boom. Right. Yeah. So we then have a a weird how they decided to use this as Rennie piecing together her background. I'm assuming she's still on the effects of the drug. She sees a puddle that's on fire. And through this puddle, she kind of has a... Um, the bird's eye view. Yeah. Flashback or a drug-fueled, oppressed memory fire puddle. There you go. Scene. I think that, that pretty much clears it up. So we see a young Rennie in a boat on a lake, which is Crystal Lake, with Charles. And he's telling her, well, I've heard you still haven't learned how to swim. And Rennie says, oh, I'll, I'll take swimming lessons. And he says, well, you need to learn how to swim. Because you'll end up like that boy who drowned in this lake all those years ago. And she says, that's not true. And he says, yes, it is. And he specifically says the Voorhees boy. Right, the Voorhees boy. And he's still down, he's there. Still down yeah. there right now. And she says, that's not true. And he's, I mean, what a creep. Right. He yeah, says, he says yeah, he's, like, he's going to, he'll drag down anybody that gets into this lake and can't swim. Yeah, that's not okay. Well. Well, how is this going to help her at all to swim? Right. She says, that's not true. And he said, well, let's find out. And he throws her into the water out of the boat. She actually is treading water. He's saying, swim. You need to swim. She's treading water quite nicely, actually. Yep. She is then suddenly pulled under the water, and she looks down, and there is a deformed boy pulling her leg under the water. I would have stomped him. Okay. <laughs> I Here's my other question. She's supposed to be like just straight out of high school. Okay. So when she's like a little kid, how is Jason a little kid at this moment? Right. Because this is he's clearly like at, at about this point, he's like 50 or 60 years old. He used his zombie powers to phase back into his child form. Oh. 
Tadpole, you Rennie, feel, uh, you got to be on some sort of... All right, sure. Uh, a, a stimulant. Nothing else makes sense in this. Something Why to not? even understand this. We're sober doing all this. Like, this makes no sense. <laughs> so we come back. Um, Rennie tells Charles that she remembers. Charles has the, oh, that's not good face. She leaves with Sean. Jason shows up and chases Charles into a building. <laughs> So Charles runs into a building and about five seconds later comes flying out the second story window. Jason throws him back out onto the street, um, comes down and picks Charles up. And then we have, oh, we have oh. the nastiest kill of this movie. Yeah. Oh, so he, he, the, the toxic sewage barrel from the beginning. I'm pretty sure that was Shrek's pee. <laughs> <laughs> Jason carries Charles over to the barrel and dunks him headfirst. Yield. What's the dead right now? Like this liquid should have turned Charles into the Joker. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. It was it was grody looking. So I'm assuming he drowns, but Jason. I is would I just would hope that he drowned. Violently holding Charles' flailing legs inside no. this barrel. That is the worst way to go. I can't That's imagine nasty. a worse way than that. Mm, yeah. That was bad. He he had it coming though. He did. He certainly yeah, did. You don't yeah. feel sorry for him. Yeah. He would have definitely looked like prune face then. Maybe would have fixed him. There you go. Yeah, I could have. Could have come out with smooth skin. Right. <laughs> Looking like a duke. So then uh, Rennie finds a... Very nice... Yeah, recliner in yeah. an alley. Yeah, that's a disgusting down. alley, and you have this nice recliner. Yeah. I'm like, like tell brand new IKEA furniture. That, yeah, they yeah. they must have just stolen that from some. Oh, they were like out back of something. a rena center. Like, <laughs> she, she tells Sean about her parents dying. Um, they, Which who cares? Right. They in the Jason doesn't like it because he immediately shows up and he comes bursting through a bunch of boxes. Yeah. And we're back to a chase scene. They end up down in the subway, so they're on a. A train car. They're clearly well ahead of Jason, but he appears in the car next to them and comes yeah. after them again. Uh, Sean pulls the emergency brake. Make sure it's an emergency because the sign clearly says $100 fine for misuse of the emergency brake. That's right. Yeah, that, would, that was clearly an emergency. The, um, I would pull that all the time. <laughs> the, running. the emergency brake um, knocks Jason off balance enough for sean and rennie to get off of the train down onto the tracks and when jason follows them out sean knocks jason onto the third rail six thousand volts zaps him yeah that's a lot of juice yeah, yeah. that's enough to uh kill va you vaporize the human body but they again sit Crispy. and examine the body which i'm sorry electricity has done nothing but good things for jason yeah they do what? leave jason is still not moving. So yeah. they leave and we get our only scene that was actually shot in Manhattan. Yep, Ma uh, not Madison. Um, Times Square. Times Square, yep. Rennie and Sean mm. are looking around, sightseeing, it looks like. Jason then comes up out of the subway. They see him, so they... It was a great shot, by the way. Right, we cool. get a, a full circle shot yeah. of Jason standing in Times Square. Get their money's worth. Yeah, and apparently... New Yorkers were going nuts when oh, during yeah. filming. Yeah, he yeah Ken, uh, Ken Hodder actually like just purposely like would turn around at people like, like he does in these movies, yeah. and people just like went they start screaming just going nuts. <laughs> he said he had a lot of fun doing that scene. Yeah, we, we had like too. we have some soap opera music playing. Did you guys notice that? That was out of place. Yeah, that it's was weird. So, I, I remember. I just remember the music that those punks the were boom listening. Boxes. Right, we didn't get Jason. Uh, 
uh, walking <laughs> through down the sidewalk um, towards some, I don't know, gangsters. The punk, it's, I think it's the same guys from at the beginning yeah. of the Terminator. The uh, right Spike Head. Yeah, they're listening to a boombox. Oh, I thought they were skinheads. One of the best rap songs yeah. I've ever heard. Do Living it, in the city and it's no big deal. Living in, in the city, city and it's no, no big deal. deal. It's brilliant. Yeah, and then he platinum right. Right, there. Jason walks Brandy. right past their boombox and knocks it over. Does not care. Nope. They get mad. <laughs> They threaten him. He turns around and lifts his mask. So we see we don't see Jason's face, but we get a shot behind Jason. He lifts his mask up, and they're immediately like, "Hey, it's cool, man. Yep, you're good. Yep, you're good." Yeah, those scrawny little yep. guys, especially like you the ringleader. It looked like it's stuff. like, dude, you don't. St- it's like you don't stand a chance. No. Or, or you have done some things. Yeah. Uh, we then go to a diner. Uh, Sean and Rennie run into a diner. It says they need to call the police. The waitress doesn't seem to care that they say there's an emergency. Jason comes. Bursting through the door. I'm surprised she didn't just point him out. It's like, yep, right there. Right. There's a huge man that comes out from behind, uh, from from the kitchen. He's a cook or something. He's mad. Yeah, it must be the cook. He's confronts Jason, who just came bursting through their door. Jason grabs him by the throat and throws him behind the bar into a mirror. Ironically, that man was Ken Kersinger. Was the actor? Yeah. He actually, he doubled... Jason a couple of times in this. He was also played Jason in Freddy vs. Jason. Oh. Yeah. He was, he was a great big guy. He, he looked the part. Six yeah. five. Six He's five. huge. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big guy. Um, Rennie and Sean escape out the back of the diner into an alley. Jason follows them. They go down um, a manhole. And no, I was hoping we would get Teenage a Mutant Ninja Teenage Tur- Mutant Ninja Turtles cameo. Yeah. Oh, that would be so awesome. That oh. was the only thing keeping this from becoming my favorite movie of all time. I like how that hole was conveniently uncovered already. You yeah, would have thought the Ninja Turtles went down there. Right. I just forgot to close it. Someone's uh, a pizza delivery man is delivering a pizza. <laughs> Um, so it leads down into the sewer. We just get scene after scene of Sean and Rennie running through seemingly endless hallways down in this sewer and Jason walking, somehow keeping up. Um, they run into a worker down in the sewer, just I a man uh, down sanit- in the sewer by himself. Sanitation worker. Right. And Those are actually, yeah, that's an actual thing. I mean, people actually do Oh, yeah. This. Wait, sanitation work? Yeah, or at 11.30 at night? In the sewer, yeah. Well, sometimes, I don't know. Anyway, he uh, he's only here for exposition. He tells us that there are toxic waste floods in the sewers every night at midnight, which Why? is not a thing. Why? What? I am Why? not harvesting hey, any of the water. Hey, so New apparently, York. yeah, New York <laughs> yeah. City is so toxic that they have to flood out their sewers to wash away all the toxic waste at they midnight. They were just they were just absolutely just crapping on the city. Oh yeah, they really were. If they don't do that. Then the pink ooze from Ghostbusters 2 forms down the sewers. Yeah. And all Plus, the hate. What turned <laughs> the turtles into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? It wasn't that stuff. It was that stuff that was in the barrel Charles yeah. got drowned in. That's true. I thought that's how Jack Nicholson became the Joker. <sighs> this, this, this is so confusing. Let's draw that map <laughs> on the wall and start connecting all the... Yeah. Yarn ends. So, uh, the worker is now trying to lead... Sean and Rennie out of the sewer um, before the toxic waste flood. And Jason comes out, grabs the worker, and then we get a silhouette shot of Jason killing the worker with a wrench. That he, looked like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. It really it did. Really, yeah. So uh, Sean, he ends up knocking out Jason, I think. Jason ends up knocking out Sean, I believe. Yeah, it's as soon as he grabs that other guy, he right. bumps in his head or something. He's getting ready to do away with Sean. 
and Rennie shines a flashlight on Jason, who's attracted to it like a cat. Yeah. Right. Who shines? Yeah. yeah, she says... Or moth. She says, you didn't get me in the lake, and you're not going to get me now. And I'm that's all it takes. I'm surprised he wasn't like, I have no idea what you're talking about, <laughs> right. but okay. I'm going to go ahead and kill the guy that I'm standing over <laughs> right now. Do I so even know you? <laughs> Jason f leaves Sean and chases after Rennie. She comes across a barrel of toxic waste. Conveniently. Yeah. Right yeah, after she right after she gets to a dead end. Right. She splashes it on Jason, who screams. He <laughs> <laughs> sounds like an elephant. Yeah. It's oh, like a, yeah. Like a, it's like a cross between an elephant and Fozzie Bear. <laughs> How did that hurt him? But picking up that scalding sauna rock did not hurt him. It knocks his mask off, and I, I can't. It's so. It's. So he looks like a puppet. Not he it, made it, for. He did. He did. He is a puppet. This yeah, seriously. This it, seriously. This his face looked like Yoda mask, a Kermit the Frog Halloween mask, and, and you know, Planet of the Planet of the Apes mask, and they melted it all together, painted it gray. They said, "Okay, this is it." <laughs> so this toxic waste obviously really hurt him because now Jason's walking around like he's on heroin. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't get how that didn't burn her hands, but right, whatever. Right. Rennie now uh, has gotten Sean, and she's trying to get him out. They climb up a ladder like while Jason's stumbling around aimlessly. Asphyxiated them. Jason ends up at the bottom of the ladder. They can't get out because the hole is locked shut where they're trying to climb out of. We then get our toxic waste flood, and if you can believe it, Every day at midnight. As strange as this is going to sound, this is where the movie gets confusing. You let the dogs out. Just now, you're confused. <laughs> you were you were just fine. Everything I was 100% on board until this scene. This was like okay. lost. Everything started started making sense until the end. I'm right. going to need you to give me a play-by-play -play for the rest so of the movie. So as the toxic waste is flooding the sewer... Jason now is having a flashback, or at least a audio yeah. flashback, of him, about to drown him drowning in the lake. And it keeps cutting back and forth between the toxic waste rushing in through the hallway uh, and Jason's face. That's what that yeah. was about. Okay. He just starts, yeah, I think he's throwing up like Jason the puking puppet. Yeah. And apparently Kane Hodder went method on that. He was actually throwing up water. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought he said he had Goodness. meth. I was like, what? Like the next Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Apparently, Kane Potter did meth on that. I was like, what? Again, Kane Hodder should have an Academy Award on his resume. Oh, my gosh. Dear Academy, do your job. So, Jason gets washed away by the toxic waste. Um, we then see Sean and Rennie look down, and there is a normal-looking boy hand, st like, slowly sinking below the water. After the... the Toxic waste flood has subsided. We see a normal-looking boy lying <laughs> yes. on the floor of the sewer. Guys, there's. I mean, I. I, 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 I if it seems like I'm leaving things out. That's it. We you don't see, get any more explanation. I was gonna say. You see, it would it would have made more sense Absolutely. if only she saw it. They both but, clearly uh, see it. God, right. oh, this movie's stupid. Um, my heart will go on. Didn't cue though. That would have been kind of awesome. Yeah, we see the mask floating. Um, somehow they get out. We next see them walking up in the city again. Never explained how they actually got out. I guess at this point they could have gone and found another way out. So that's fine. Gives her the the uh, necklace again. Yeah, gives her her necklace back. They embrace, and then 
We oh. get a POV shot of something coming toward them. It's Toby the dog. Oh, Toby made it. Thank God. I forgot Toby even existed in this film. Yeah. No. Well, and it's then uh, we get a zoom out shot as uh, some 80s light rock music takes us home. Mm. Roll what? credits. Mm-mm-mm. Living in the city is no big deal. Living in the city <laughs> is no big deal. I think we go back to uh, the band Metropolis. Yeah. Dear Academy, where do you get off? <laughs> You know, it really grinds my gears. <laughs> so, uh, what's your grade, everybody? I'll give it a C. What's a... I'll give it a C. I won't give anything a perfect grade, but I'll give this one an A. Are you flipping wow. kidding me? Wow. B That's plus. The, it what's on lower an than an F? This is one of my favorite Jason films. Um, an F. I can't help uh, it. An F plus. There are parts that don't make I'll sense, but for F. some reason it entertains yeah. me from start to finish. Yeah, I'll give it... I, I'm like John Tall, I'll give it an F. Plus, just because of that awesome kill and F of plus. Julius. Yeah. All right, yeah, we'll do D minus tops. Yeah, I guess if I have to give it a grade, I'd say D minus. I'm just glad it's over. So, uh, a little bit of an announcement here, guys. This actually, while it is not the final film in the franchise, this is where we are wrapping up the franchise for Scared Smithless. We are capping it at eight. We are moving on. These last two were exhausting. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and we got yeah. in a very hefty legal battle. We, <laughs> so we are, you know what? I'll say this. If we get please God. I'll be happy. I will be happy to finish out this series um, if that's if that's what you guys want. So let us know. Uh, leave us a comment. Send us an email. Let us know if we missed anything. Let us know your thoughts on the series. Yep. I will hate all of you if you make us do this. Yep. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in next week. We are moving into a one-off horror film, and we will be covering Dreamcatcher. You based, like it. Based on the Stephen King novel. Ooh. Ironically. See, we yeah. threw you all those Easter eggs in the beginning, and yeah. no one caught it because we were so clever. Or the one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We were really clever. So stay tuned. Stay classy. And thanks for dropping by. See you later.